be a seismic shift in that country. And God wonderfully poured his spirit out. And you may or may not know this, but if you don't know this, this church uh, was intricately involved in the last crusade that we did in Germany in May. Your pastor sent us a sizable offering so that we would be able to affect that country and our ministry would be able to uh, have the expenses paid that we needed by offerings from many churches. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, this church was very much involved in that. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I say thank you very much for that. Lives are being changed, souls are being touched because of that offering and gift that was given to, to us. If you have your Bibles, Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 1 and verse number 16, Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. Been a delight for us to be here this week and looking forward to next Friday night, next Saturday night. You know, if you'll come to church, if all of you will be here Saturday night, LSU will win by 21 points. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and then again, they may win by 40 points, I don't know. But we're not in competition with LSU next Friday, Saturday night. They'll win or they'll lose. And, you know, if they do, I can tell y'all don't care about that. That's obviously but. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. I have chosen this morning for just a few moments, and the only thing between you and lunch is me. I could eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right now. I'm so hungry. But for just the next few moments, somebody said the next few moments, just 25, 30 minutes, just the next few moments, God wants to move us, move us. Somebody say move us, move us. He wants to move us into a rim of the miraculous. The next few moments, if you can pardon yourself, away from your problems. Take a few moments sabbatical away from what drags you down. And in the next 30 minutes, if you can absorb just a few words that God wants you to hear from us this morning, then there will be a catapulting of your faith. And there will be some things that will be set in motion. Please understand that. Some things that will be set in motion in your life that will forever perpetually be moving and moving and never again, somebody say never again, never again, never again will that particular thing be able to absorb you, overwhelm you, overtake you. It will not ever again be able to do that if you'll hear the word of the Lord with faith. And I'm going to talk to you about this morning the miraculous of the impossible. The miraculous of the impossible. Father, I thank you that you have brought us and now we are ready. We are expectant and we accept that which you have promised. There will not be an interference of the enemy this day. There will not be a mind that will be problem plagued. There will not be a heart that will be overwhelmed with anything at this moment. Lord, wipe it clean. Set the slate clear that people at this moment can believe that in the next few moments that you will set the record straight. You will perform what you want them to perform by faith. I thank you for it in the name of Jesus Christ. And if you really know and believe that God's in this house, would you clap your hands? 
If you know that he's in the house, would you clap your hand? Hallelujah. That's not so I could take a drink. That's why I'm acknowledging God is in the house. I, I'm acknowledging that God is in the house. Hallelujah. God bless you. And you may be seated. I, I want to help you today. I, I want to help you to try to understand that, that, that something God wants to perform among us. But he has to get us ready first before he can do that. Now the question I want to pose to you very early and the outset of this message is, please hear, please hear. When is the last time you believe God for something that the world considers impossible? When is the last time you believe God for something that the world considers impossible? I said to you last night that we do not ask God for things that we do not believe that he will do. We just don't do that. That's, that's why there is this condescending. We, we have this ceiling on God. You know how easy it is for us to believe God for some things and then how far remote it is to believe God for others. It seemed like you can talk about maybe a headache or something that's small and then not that it's insignificant, but when you compare it to something bigger, and so what happens to us when we start talking about cancer or leukemia or we talk something of great magnitude, there's this chill that comes on us and this fear that absorbs us. Can I get an amen? That, that's just the way that it is. And it's like we categorize things like, well, it's not hard to believe God for this, but wow, to really believe that God can do that. There is life after what you're going through right now. I said, there is life after what you're going through right now. I, I know somebody needs to hear that. There is another life. There is another world. There is another place that, that God wants you to get into. But you have to believe that God is the God of the miraculous. You know what faith is? Faith is when you reach a point that you no longer doubt. You believe. You can't doubt it. You just believe. Don't calculate. Don't consider because when you start calculating and you start considering, all it does is bring cowardice to your mind. I wonder what God would do for us if we only knew that, it, it, what would we do for God if we knew that he would back it up? What would we do? How much faith would we project? Is that okay? What, what kind of faith would we project? What kind of energy would we give if we just knew that God would back it up? I, I wonder how much prayer that we would give up if we knew that God answered prayer. I wonder how much giving we would actually give if we knew that God would back it up. But I'm not sure that we're sure that God's going to back it up. I'm not sure that we really believe that if I give, it shall be given, pressed down, running together, running over, shaking together, shall men give to your bosom. I'm not sure that we believe that God's going to back up this word. And that's why reluctantly, at times, we walk timidly and we're not sure God's going to do what he says he can do. That's why that we only bring certain things to God in prayer and we worry about the rest of them. That's why there's some things we only ask God for other things we say well you know if God wants to do that he'll do that there's nothing impossible with God can I get a hand clap and an amen there's nothing impossible 
There's nothing impossible. There's nothing impossible with God. And so it's my duty and delight in the next few moments to bring you to a place where you look at what you're facing and believe that God is there with you. To understand that God has formed it and God can finish it. If God allowed it, then God can take care of it. If you're in it, God can bring you out of it. If you're facing it, God can give you the tenacity to go through it. If God allowed it, he knows how to bring you out of it. But somewhere we have to get to a place in your life when you're not overcome with what you see happening right now. There's every one of us that have something that we need God to do. There's something we call impossible. And if Satan can eliminate, if he can eliminate your faith in the power of God to do all things, then you're finished. Somebody say, you're finished. If you do not let your faith reach out to him, he wants this morning to show you how wonderful that he really is. He wants to show you that he has all power over all things. Okay, he wants to show you he has all power over all things. The Bible said, he that believeth, he that believeth, he that believeth. It's an ongoing, it's a perpetual believing. It's an accepting that God can do that. I, I remember I was in revival not, not long ago, and there's a man that, that came up to me, and, and he said, Brother Holland, I need God to help me. Now, if you're in this house and you need some help, that's why we want you here. If you just came to sit and stare, you're probably going to be disappointed because this is a hospital. This is an emergency room. This is... A, this is a center for those who need help. This is not for us to come and, and, and parade our talents and, and parade what we are. This is a place to come that if you're discouraged and you're despondent and your families, uh, there, there, there's some things going wrong and, and your finances are struggling, your house notes behind and, and your husband alcoholic or your mom is telling you you got to get out of the house and, and make your own. And if there are all these chalismic things that are happening in your life, I'm glad that you're here because this is why we're here today we're here to help you get out of what you're in we're here to lead you to where you need to go it's not clapping hands and worshiping it's not just exalting it's just not magnifying so we can feel good everything we do is for you that are hurting everything we do is for you that said if I don't get something in church today I don't know what I'm going to do it's for you that have to walk back into a violent atmosphere it's for you that don't have enough money to get through next week and you've already spent last week's check it's for you who the doctor says it can't work it's for you who are bearing the scars of abuse it's for you whose mind has been tormented over something that you've been trying to get rid of for years it's for you who made the mistake who says I can't get through it it's for you with multiple marriages that said why did I marry this time it's you who are living in sin it's for you who says Jesus you're the only help my only out you're my only amount of strength I can't do this that's for you baby this miracle for you today that God can help you. Would somebody clap your hands and, and give a little praise to God. It's for you. It's for you. It's for you. It's for you. 
Desperate people do desperate things. Desperate people do desperate things. And sometimes that's why people do so much of crazy things. They, they extend themselves in crazy ways instead of bringing it to Jesus and know that Jesus is the only one that can help them. But you see, when your faith is in God, your faith has to be in the Lord. It can't be in anything else. It has to be in God. It has to be in someone who can help you. And if you didn't need help, some of you wouldn't be here. If you didn't need strength, you wouldn't be here. And so I was just preaching one service. And at any moment that I'm preaching, at any moment that you want God to do something in your life, I know, I don't think I know that you can take your faith and say, Jesus, I believe it. I believe at any moment you can say, Jesus, go to the number that's on your mailbox or on the side of your house. Jesus, go to that house right now and you clear that up before I get home today. You take that spirit out of that house before I get home today. Honey, somewhere we've got to get to the place where we absolutely believe that what the world says is impossible that's what God majors in that's when God is at his best when you're at your worst that's when God says yes it's when the world says no that's when God does the greatest it's when you have the least to do it with hallelujah hallelujah and somewhere in this service, I believe that you can just stand up at any moment and say, I believe that. I believe that. And when you do that, it's not going to interrupt what I'm doing this morning. But I know that if you will have the faith, somebody, it's going to happen, Pastor. It's going to start being something that's going to be automatic in this church in the next few weeks. Ends, that somebody's going to stand up and say, my healing is right now. My son's been getting saved this next weekend. God's going to supply my need by 9 o'clock in the morning. God's going to open open a door for me that's what happens that's what happens when you believe that the miracle of the miraculous can happen in the impossible I was preaching last Sunday morning at Brother Parker's church in Metairie and I just made a statement it, just, it was the Holy Ghost I just made a statement that by noon tomorrow by noon tomorrow God will have already fixed something in your life I don't believe that I stand up here for 30 minutes of service or 40 and just speak out words so that we can go eat food at the pastor's house and I just made that statement because the Holy Ghost wanted me to make it and at the end of that service which was Sunday night Sister Parker walks up and she's a brother Holland, pray for me. I have I, I, God needs to help me tomorrow. And we, we, we went out to eat, and she says, When you spoke the words that by noon tomorrow that God was going to work something out, she said, I have this, this problem that's been in my life for quite a while, and I forgot the name that it was. That maybe, maybe the pastor's wife knows what she's been going through. And she said, At 10:45 in the morning, I have to go back to my doctor, and they're going to tell me if this is back on me. But when you said by noon, tomorrow God will take care of it I flew back to Nashville last Monday morning and, and I had a heart cath last Monday afternoon because I had some heart procedure about two months ago and things weren't working right and, and when I get out of my heart treatment and on the way home from the catheterization I saw a text on my phone and it was Brother Parker he said my wife went to the doctor at 1045 this morning and the doctor said I am amazed but I don't see anything reoccurring back in your body 
He said, something is working inside of you. Ah, hallelujah. What are you talking about? I'm talking about somewhere we have to believe God for what the world says is impossible. And this morning at 10 minutes to 12, I got to get somebody to say, God, it's not impossible. The world says it is. The finances says it is. My heart says it is. My family says it is. All the statistics say that it is. But God, I am believing you in this miracle for you that it's not impossible. It can be done. It shall be done because the miraculous of the impossible is among us today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you have to believe that. You have to believe that while you sit on that padded pew, that God is working. Somebody say, God is working. God is working. God is working. I wish we could have signs sometimes in our churches that are placated up on the walls and say, God is at work. Be careful. God is at work. Be careful. Because when I travel as much as I do and rent cars or drive, if it's close enough to get there within three or four hours somewhere, and I see these signs that says, road work ahead, road work ahead. You know what that makes you conscious of automatically? It makes you conscious that you've got to slow down and be careful. Let me tell you this morning that God is at work. Be careful with what you do with your faith. Be careful how you respond this morning. Be careful how you dismiss yourself and already go home. Be careful what you do with the tenderness of God's presence that's in this house. Be careful how you let the enemy taunt your faith. Be careful with what you say, God, that can't happen. You've got to guard your mind. You've got to guard your faith. Because if the enemy can eliminate it, he will. But God's at work. Somebody say, God's at work. God's at work. God's at work. You can't see it, but God's at work. You don't even feel something, but God's at work. You can't see nothing, but God's at work. God's at work in your family. God's at work in your heart right now. God's fixing some things in your life. When's the last time you believed God for something that the world says is impossible? That can't happen. That can't happen. If God can hearken to the voice of a man when he says, sun be still, moon be still, God hearken to the voice of a man on that day like he never had before or never has since. Could it be a grace central? Could it be at Grace Central? Could it be at your address? Could it be at your email? Could it be somewhere in your life that God says, I know where you are. I'm fixing that thing right now. My hands are working on that right now. You can't see it, but I've just about got their heart where I want it. You can't see it, but I've got their mind getting ready to be transformed. You can't see it, but I'm getting ready to take that out of you that has been tormenting you for years. I'm fixing that artery right now. I'm fixing that blood vessel that's causing you the migraines. I'm fixing that back problem that you're considering to have surgery. I'm fixing that in your life. Let me tell you when it's going to happen. When you have the confidence in God. When you have the confidence in God for the impossible that everybody says it can't happen. But I've got a God under a name and he's able to fix it. He's able to fix it. He's able to fix it for some of you. Ah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. When's the last time you believed God for something that the world says was impossible? When's the last time you stretched your faith out 
When's the last time you walked out on those waters and there was nothing beneath you that was solid and you just stepped out and said, God, I step out right now. I know there's no footings. I know that there's no precedence that have been set. But God, I trust you right now. I know the odds are against me, but I trust you. I will walk in my house today, and my first step will be in the blood of Jesus Christ. When I get in my car, I will say, in the blood of Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, God's trying to help Grace Central. And all of you who are with us this morning, he's trying to help you to absolutely, positively, irrevocably believe. Believe that he's a God that if he can raise it then he can raise it now if he fixed their family he can fix your family if he put it together for them he can put it together for you when's the last time you believe God for something that the world said that's impossible I want some impossibles at Grace Central I want some astounding things at Grace Central I want there to be something that the world said how in the world did that happen I gotta get you to believe this morning that what you say is impossible. Is him possible? You say it's impossible, but it's him possible. It's him, it's him, it's him possible. Because when you put an H in front of impossible, you make it him possible. And all things with Christ are possible. So some of you... You're living in this world of fanaticism. You're living in this world of weakness and shallowness. And you're biding your days simply trying to get by. And just to keep all those. You're trying to just get by with life. And every time you do that, it suffocates, it squeezes just a little bit more faith out of you. Every time you let something go and said, I guess that ain't going to happen. And you reach for something else, it squeezes your faith. And after a while, it will have it so squeezed till when a man of God says, if you'll get up right now and walk down that aisle, God will open your eyes up. If you'll get up and walk down that aisle right now and lift your voice to God and say, God will bless me this week and I'll make more money in the next this next week that I made in the last two weeks put together we don't believe that because we don't ask God we got to live on ten dollars times forty hours or thirty dollars times forty hours or our salary of twelve hundred or five thousand a month and we squeeze God and say that's all I'm going to make I'm trying to tell this church this morning that he spoke to me and said if you'll challenge Grace Central and ask them to say to me I believe you for what they say is impossible I believe you they they say it can't happen, but I believe it can happen. They say it won't work, but I believe it'll work. They say God can't do it, but I believe God will do it. That's what he's asking for this church to rally with in the house this morning. Ah, Jesus. 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 Jesus, 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 Jesus. He's trying, he's trying to get us to ask for those things that the world says is impossible. That can't happen. And so I, this man walks up the aisle, and I said, what, what do you need God to do? And, and he said, I need God to help me. I haven't slept all night. For three years, I haven't slept all night. The whole night for three years. I said, well, that's not too hard for the Lord. <laughs> that's not too hard for God. 
Neither what you need is too hard for God. Let me ask you a question. Why have you settled for something that wasn't from God? Some of you have settled for things that God did not want you to settle for. But it was convenient and it was comfortable. And so you just settled into that. That you didn't have to stretch yourself. You didn't have to believe. You didn't have to fight. That's just the way life was going for you. And so instead of making any big to do, you just let it flow. That's just the easy way, preacher. It's better if you don't have any conflict. Just let life be as it is. Whatever shall will be, shall be. Let's just, let's just let it be. That's the way. That's just the channel that my life is flowing right now. When God says, you've got the ability to stop it. You can set a surge of my spirit anytime you want to. If you want that thing to be eliminated you just got to believe it can be eliminated if you want me to help you God says just let me help you but God it will disturb things you know there's some people that don't want to be healed because it'll take the sympathy away from them that's true when that man in Bogalusa Louisiana the sound man for many years and still is when I was preaching one Sunday morning he just he just was contemplating and because he was, he was like three or four weeks from getting, from getting uh, 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 assistance from the government and, and assisted because he had, a, he had some back problems and he was, he was going to go on assisted living. And, and so he's back in the back and he's in the sound room and he just, he said, well, God, if you heal me, then the last two years of all me working to get this, this, this disability, I'm going to lose two years of work. So he said, I had to decide whether I wanted to be healed or I wanted to be on disability. Hello, you'd be surprised at the people who would rather stay sick, those who would rather stay disabled. Mm, hello. So I saw him when I was preaching come out of that sound room that morning. I thought, what in the world's he doing? And he got to the front of that building. I didn't even know about a back brace. And I could hear, I could hear Velcro just ripping. Just that sound. And all of a sudden, he had that thing off, and he was waving that thing across the front of the church, and God healed him about the third time that he walked across. God healed him. He never did get on disability. He's still in that church. That's been about three years ago, and God healed him. You see, somewhere you've got to want to get out of what you're in. I said, you've got to want to get out of what you're in. It's comfortable where you are. You can get excuses from where you are. But it takes faith to get up and say, I know this is what it looks like, but this is not what I'm going to live with. I know this is how it feels, but that's not going to how it's going to be. Honey, you're going to have to stand up in the face of your adversary and say, this thing's about to get out of my body. My house is about to have some help. My life is about to get some joy. My mind is about to be free. I believe in God for what the world calls impossible. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. Somebody shout, God's going to do it. 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 Is this, is this good preaching? What are you going to say? No. I mean, that's kind of put you on the spot right there, didn't I, buddy? I want this tape. It's so good. Thank you. Just save me a cup. Just so he walks up the island. He said, I haven't slept in three years. I said, wow, that's crazy. Because the Bible said, he that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. All these crazy people, and people are crazy. Now, I'd almost tell you to tell the one next to you that, but you've been wanting to do it. And it ain't going to be at my expense, okay? 
People's crazy. Some people just want to let, they, they don't want to believe God. They want to just let, they, no, no, no. And so he walks up there and I said, hey, bud. You know, people want to wait, wait, stay up all night long. Stay up all night long. I worried about that all night long. I stayed up all night and prayed about that. Well, I ain't saying you shouldn't stay up all night and pray about that, but I don't know what it takes all night to pray something through. I like to sleep too much to have to stay up all night. Now, if God, oh, I know I just messed with some of y'all. If, if y'all stay up all night and do prayer meetings, I've done it before, and I, if I need to, I can do it again. But let me tell you, the Bible says, he that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. And these folks will say, man, I stayed up all night worrying about it. You are crazy. If you stayed up all night worrying about one thing, you're crazy because you may as well go to sleep because if he ain't going to sleep, you may as well sleep. Oh, I know that didn't go real good, but that's okay. You, you'll get it in about 30 minutes while you're eating chicken wings after a while. I understand that. What are we having for lunch? I'm hungry, okay? Just, you don't know yet, okay. You say, how can you flip like that? I got ADHD. I love it. So he walks up there, and I just, I said, here, but can, can you help me? Would you mind? I won't ask you to do all of it unless you want to. There's some miraculous power in this house. Thank you, Sister Murphy. You got the only one that said amen to that. So I said, you can't sleep. He said, no, I can't sleep. Been three years. Yeah, he said, I got it documented. Go to my website, amiracleforyou.org. Amiracleforyou.org. You can read these things. And uh, he said, I spent $16,000 on medicine and surgeries. The roof of my mouth has been enlarged. The hole there because to try to help me sleep. I had to sleep for three years. I said, Wow. That's good. So I gave him a bottle of olive oil. And I said, take a sip of that. Oh, yeah, I know what y'all thinking. You don't even want it right here, no less in there. He said, what? I said, take a sip of that. I said, when you take a sip of that and it goes into your body, you'll be healed. Well, let me ask you something. You don't have to raise your hands. But if you knew that taking a sip of that would heal you, would you take a sip? I drank the whole bottle. You see, there's not any power in this. But there's power in the faith that you take it with. Because the Bible said, if there's any sick among you, let them anoint them. Let them anoint you. Let them anoint them with oil. Now, I, didn't, I just didn't choose you randomly. The Holy Ghost wanted me to choose you. Because here's what you're going to do. You're going to take this oil and you're going to put it on your finger. And you're going to do that like this. Just like I did, okay? I'm not going to put that finger back on that because it's not sanitary. <laughs> but there's something in your life that God wants to eliminate. That you look at right now and say, I can't do that. I can't do that. Have you said that about something? Sure you have. He wants you to do it. Now, you just take that and just put it on your tongue. And in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. What would be impossible without you becomes possible with you. So I thank you that something moves into this body. It saturates the very heart, the soul, the spirit of this man. And what was shall not be every appetite, every desire. 
every concurring thing that tries to associate itself with that which is not holy and right and pure. I thank you that you move yourself into the might of this man and become strengthened and it shall not be even as he believes it now. It shall be rid of the holy, the holy shall enter into him and it shall exclude and extract that which God does not want in your life. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You call her a little bullshit. Hallelujah. 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 Would you stand with me? Would you stand with me? Ah, Jesus. Jesus. It is the last time. When is the last time? You asked God to do something that the world says was impossible. Possible. Possible. So he drank that. He drank that. That's all right. And he drank that in his document. And we had church Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. This is, he, he is in the church. It's called Wallace Ridge Pentecostal Church. It's just outside of Jonesville, Louisiana. And, 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 and Pastor Tuck, Tucker pastors that church. Donnie is still in that church. He came back the last night, next night to service. He said, Brother Holland, when I went home, he said, I laid down. He said, I knew when I drank that, when I knew when I drank that, I knew that God did something. He said, I went to bed last night, 10.30, 10.45, whatever that it was. And he said, when I, I, when I woke up this morning, I was almost late for work because I always wake up two or three times. I didn't wake up all night long why because he was willing to believe God for what the world says was impossible and there's things in your life that you say that's impossible brother Holland God can't fix that God can't bring that back together God can't remedy that how in the world can you stand up there and tell me that God can do anything because if God can make a body and God can make a soul and God can prepare a heaven and God can do all that he's done, why can't he fix what's in your life right now? He can do it, but you have to believe. You have to believe that he can do that. Lord Jesus. Uh, the years, the years has tormented and tantalized. The years has warped and wrapped itself around the life. And so twisted it and said, there's some things that will never, ever be. But I thank you that this day her faith is strong enough in you that you will. You will show her a different way and a brighter day. You will show her strength that will come to her life. And that which has been dark shall now be illuminated. That which has been hard shall now become easier. Because her faith is in you. And when our faith is in you, then you will work for us. Lord, you will work for us. Let that spirit be upon you now. Let that spirit be upon you now. Now, now. Let it be on you. Let it be on you. Let it be on you. Come on, that's it. Hallelujah. Let that spirit fall right now. Let it, let it, let it, let it, let it. Let it breathe through you. Let it breathe on you. Let it breathe on you. Let it breathe on you. Let it 